Hey there, Blessed Mama Bosses. Today's a special, special podcast episode because I have my awesome hubby here, Ryan Critch. And Hello. We're so excited to be sharing with you guys. We just launched this fall. We call it kind of a soft organic launch, right? Uh, of our new journals. So if you haven't checked them out, we're going to be sharing with you about why our morning routine has impacted our marriage, our family life, our quality time, as well as setting up our focus and intention for the day and really helping us to have success in all areas of our life, not just our business, but as parents, as, you know, in our marriage, all the things, mental health, health, every every aspect. So true. So we are going to be sharing, you can also check it out in the show notes, but you can also go to Amazon and find either one of our journals. One is called See You at the Table, and you can also go to seeyouatthetablejournal.com. It'll take you straight to the Amazon link or success at sunrisejournal.com. And that'll take you straight to our Amazon store for our sunrise Success at Sunrise. Thank you. Wow. I could not figure that one out. Um, And so we'll be sharing both of those today and the difference between the two and why we did it. So I'm so excited you guys are joining us. And um, Ryan, do you want to give them a little background on why we got started with the morning routine eight years ago? Absolutely. So um, I think reading the book Miracle Morning by Hel... Um, Elrod just kind of put everything in perspective. You know, most successful people wake up in the morning, um, you know, CEOs before 5 a.m. So when you read consist, success leaves clues. So when you're reading about successful people and they all do something, then we felt like it was a good thing to implement. Um, Then, you know, combine that with the compound effect and it was kind of like little daily things will turn into big things and help you accomplish your goals. So Um, that's how we kind of identified what was important to us and then started the process of developing a morning routine. Perfect. Yep. That's exactly what happened. And then what ended up happening was we kind of made it into our own, right? Which again, even with our journal, you can really make it into what works for you and your family. But what we found for our family were there some, there were some specific things that we wanted to make sure were included in that morning routine. And that was really why after that first year of us doing a morning routine, each separately, we decided to come together as a family and do it because we saw the value in our mental health, in our responses and how we handled things throughout the day in our intentions and how we really worked our business. And so because of that, we decided to bring our kids along on that journey. And I think there was a real key in there, a great tip or hint that we figured out our own morning routine first, kind of like what worked for us individually, and then figured out how to bring it together. Because Blair and I have you know similar goals and different goals, health, physical uh, we wake up differently. We focus. Our morning routines are completely different, but they both work for us. And then once we figured that out, then it was easy to con- you know, combine everything. Totally. So then once we had been doing it for a year, we decided to start doing it as a family. And really, our there were two main reasons. One, because we wanted our kids to learn how to do a morning routine. We know the benefits of it for mental health, for spiritual health for success in your day. But also we wanted our kids to, we wanted to have that quality time together. And because we have two kids that are involved in lots of different things and sports and activities, you know, and we both own our own businesses, it makes the evenings very difficult to know that all four of us are going to be able to sit down at the table together at the exact same time. 
So we decided we can have control over the morning because we know what time everybody leaves for school and what's going on. And so we started this seven years ago with our kids where it was meet at the table at 7 a.m. We would eat breakfast. We would do our morning routine. We would pray together and then everyone would disperse. So at least we knew we had that quality time in the morning. So before we go through all of that, one of the things that I wanted to discuss was why is it important to have a morning routine? So Ryan, what would you say to that? I just think having an intentional routine to focus on the the first thing when you wake up to prepare your body to take on the day. I mean, my favorite saying is win the morning, win the day. Mm -hmm. So decide what's important. And so that if I can accomplish everything that I want first thing in the morning that would make that day a success, it takes the pressure off for the entire day. So first we identified what was important to us. And then I was like, hey, if I do God, family, Ryan, all within the first 90 minutes of the morning, if I can somehow package all of that together, then that's an excellent start to my day. Absolutely. So I love that. And one of the things that we really made important for us in our journal were what we feel like were the most important things for really doing that, right? For really having our focus on God, having our focus on each other, having our focus on our mission and our purpose in this world, right? So we're going to break down exactly what's in the journal. But before we do that, I think it's really important to talk about how it has impacted our family. How has it impacted the relationships and our family? And how has this morning routine really impacted our day as a family? So I asked for, you know, knowing we were going to do this, I just asked for one word answers from Jeremiah, who's now 18. So he was 10 when we started. How has this impacted you personally doing the morning routine? And he said it helped him be more efficient. Mm -hmm. Um, For Blair, your answer was quality time, Mm -hmm. that we got the quality time together. Noah was punctual because he learned he had to be at the table by 7 a.m. Which is not easy for that one. It's not easy. And it doesn't doesn't matter where they are or where each individual is in their routine. They built their own structure around the 15-minute window of see you at the table at 7. And another thing uh, Jeremiah brought up was time management. Mm -hmm. The ability to morning, okay, I've got to leave by here. I want to shower. I got a little homework to do. I want to make sure I do this. So they learned how to structure everything in their mind and plan ahead, Mm -hmm. which I think is another key. Awesome. Okay. What about you? You didn't share what yours was. Um, So I identified what was important to me. So God, family, and then, and gratitude. And so being able to knock those things out, um, not knock them out, but enjoy them Mm -hmm. and have that scheduled quality time. That was really what was most important to me is the four of us getting together and we tried dinner time, like you said, and it just didn't work. So that was my favorite thing is looking back over the last eight years you know, it's like 4,000 minutes together. I Ooh, I like that. that. Yeah, I added it up. Um, okay, so what? before we walk you guys through what is inside the journal. So I've had a lot of people ask us questions about our journal in the last couple of months. And one of the biggest things that I hear quite often is, is it something, is one book enough for the whole family? So it is actually a like a legit journal. And one of the things that I love, and we really published this kind of as like a love project because we have been doing this with our kids for 
seven years, individually for eight. And we just usually use like a spiral notebook. And we kind of created our own with the things that I'm going to share with you now. And so in May or June, when we first started this project, we decided to actually create our own journal so that we would have it because we do save them every year. We've been saving these spiral notebooks that our kids have been writing in so we can go back and look at the things that they said and how much we've grown spiritually and emotionally and as a family and the things that God has blessed us through and the things that maybe we were crying out in prayer or we're grateful for. So it's been really cool. So each individual journal is for each individual person. And um, I know that it can be costly because they are $20 each on Amazon. So we are going to be, you know, in the future, creating our own website where people can purchase bundles. But in the meantime, if you are having a financial issue getting four or five, or maybe you have a family of six. I had somebody reach out and they said they had a family of six. We will help you. We have copies here at our home. We'll give you a discounted price if you're buying multiple um, journals. This is also, you know, as we're getting close to the holidays, this is such a great gift idea to give somebody in their stocking or a teacher or somebody like that. I mean, what an amazing gift. I actually just gifted this to two high school teachers and they both have told me how much they've really been enjoying using it every morning. So anything else with that, Ryan, before we get into like the actual meat of what's in there? I thought that was a great um, point you just brought up about, you know, making a good gift idea because we all struggle at holiday season. Like what can you get Yeah. for the person who has everybody or, and just the response that I've gotten from single men, um, you know, that, that I've run into to single women who have started to use it. I, you know, we get pictures of people with their journals on top of their coffee tables, you know, overlooking the sunrise. And it's just, um, it's an incredible way to start the day. And we've had awesome feedback. Yes. And if you purchase a journal, please reach out to us, share a picture with us or share with us how it's going. All of our information to find us is inside of the book. The first couple pages is all about like why we decided to create the journal, how to get started, how to use the journal. Ryan even gives you literally a example page of how we use it. Um, so it's awesome. And uh, basically every single day you can put down the date if you want to, there's either a quote or a Bible verse. And then we start with five gratitudes. And I think this is honestly one of the most important things on this page because Ryan and I have gone through some ups and downs. If you guys have followed our story, we went through a bankruptcy when our kids were very young. It was very difficult. Then we found out that Ryan was addicted to oxycodone and we went through that challenge together and got through it. Then I got cancer just a couple years ago and we've gotten through that. And when people ask me, how do you stay so positive through all these hard things, it's honestly the gratitude part that has really been beneficial to me. And thank goodness somebody shared it with me when Ryan was going through his addiction. A friend reached out and said, I just saw this on Oprah. She said, you should write down five gratitudes every morning, five gratitudes every night. Maybe it would help you. And it did. It completely shifted the way I looked at Ryan. It was a hard time. And any of you that have been through addiction, you know it's hard. And you have resentment against <clears throat> that person and the situation and what's going on. And by writing those gratitudes, I made sure at least two every morning and two every evening were about Ryan while we were going through that time. And it really changed everything about the way I was viewing it. And so again, when I went through cancer, which was such a hard journey for me personally, it really was one of the biggest pieces of me staying positive. Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad you touched on that. And so I always think of like your intention or your awareness when you first wake up in the morning, if it's like this bright light and you can choose to shine it wherever you want. And if you start the morning thinking and counting all of the little blessings, I mean, I love how in Blair's journal, the birds chirping outside and the nice weather, like 
little things that we take for granted. When you put your mind in that direction, it just, you can feel all of the tension release in your body and you're just building momentum for the day. And let's be honest, we live in the greatest country in the world. We have so much to be thankful for that just saying those things out loud puts, starts my day the right way. 100%. And you'll also see in there, it says, I am grateful for slash because, and then Mm. there's five lines. So that's where you fill in. And the reason we wrote slash because is uh, this is actually a very important piece of the gratitude. You know, it's very easy to just go birds chirping, TV, house, car. You know, I'm like literally reading some of the things my kids said. Yeah. Uh, like here, actually, here's <laughs> Noah's Here's Noah's for one of his day. It was, I'm grateful for summer, camp, croissants. I have no idea what that one word says. And football. So trips and, trips football. and football. So this was at the end of the summer going into the beginning of the school year. But it's funny because if you just write that, It's like, yeah, that's pretty easy to write. And yes, that is a big step. So start with that. But then start to add in because, right? I'm grateful for summer because it allowed me to spend a lot of time with my friends. That really gets to the true heart of why you enjoyed summer, right? I am grateful for camp because I get to really enjoy myself, have freedom, meet new people, right? All those things. I'm thankful for croissants because my mom makes food and it magically appears, Yes. right? Or I have food and other people don't, right? So it just gets really down to a deeper, true gratitude that is only going to help you even more. And we know from, you know, just continuing learning and when you read about the, what has the biggest impact, right? In order to have the biggest impact, the more emotion, the more thought, the more feeling you can put into the statement, the better you will feel, the, the more, the longer it will last. Yes. So when you really think about going down that and you let your mind, you let it sink in, then it has just more of a lasting effect. Love that. Then the next set after that is five prayer requests or desires. So this is where, you know, you're writing down, like, what are you hoping for? What are you praying for? What are those? And this is my personal favorite because you really see the heart of your children and of your spouse if you're doing this as a family. Because what is written here is usually whatever is a burden on your heart, right? Maybe it's a prayer request for somebody else. Maybe it's a prayer request for you. Maybe it's something going on in business or school or whatever. But for me, this is where I really see what's going on with my kids and even with Ryan because, yeah, we might talk about everything, but you don't really know what's weighing heavy on somebody's heart. So I personally love these. Yes, that's a great explanation for the personal things. Um, As an entrepreneur uh, and a business owner building a business, this was an incredible way for me just to track and celebrate the growth, right? When you first start out, you're so in the weeds that just writing down, you know, prayer requests, I used to write down the addresses and I still do to this day. I write down the addresses of the homes or the properties, the families. Um, that I'm going to help. And, you know, when you first start off, it's like one address every couple days. And then you can kind of see, oh, God was faithful. Oh, that did happen. That didn't come true. You can actually track your growth from a business perspective as well, just not personal as well. Yeah, I love that. Then the next spot on the journal page is intention for the day. Now, obviously, um, this can be anything, right? There's no right or wrong answer here. So, you know, sometimes for me, it might be something that I'm really trying to work on for that day or a goal for the day, or even just the thought that I want to stay focused on for the day. Yeah, for me, the intention, it's be present, be excited and enjoy the journey. And it's Mm -hmm. just a reminder of enjoy the present moment. Do your breathing, be excited about each moment and, you know, really treasure it. Yeah. Can you tell I'm getting a hot flash right now? Totally. 
You guys, totally. Okay. So uh, also the intention for the day helps you, again, if you're doing this as a family, you can see what your kids are really focused on for the day, which again, helps you to know what to pray about or encourage them with throughout the day. It all. Let's not just skip over the idea that at whatever age you start this with your family, they're learning what it means to set an intention for the day. Yes. Like I was 40 when I first heard that. Yeah. That's so, such a great point. And like, so- Oh, sorry, baby. Yeah, I was just going to say, let's, I want to, uh, we don't want to skip over the the simple but not easy habits that we're teaching the children as we go through whatever age it is. I love that you said that and we didn't bring it up at the beginning. So I'm so glad you brought that up because one of the biggest things that we need to remember is that you can literally start this with a two and three year old, yep. but you just write it for them, right? Um, and so you ask them, you know, who do you want to pray for today? What what are you thankful for? You know, what what do you want to get, make sure you do today, right? These are things that you guys can start doing with two and three-year-olds. Like I used to teach kindergarten and we'd pop around the room and say something, you know, that we were happy about or something we were sad about. I mean, these are great things to teach our kids at a young age because we're teaching them emotional intelligence through this. Absolutely. Opening their eyes. Mm-hmm. All right. And then last thing on the journal page, it says an encouraging slash thinking of you you text my new favorite thing Blair's idea um, just kind of came to us as we were you know going through this that this should be something because not only will it make the other piece the other person feel incredible but when I do it it makes me feel good it makes mm -hmm. me feel like I'm looking outside of myself to help someone and that's really where you get that's what really makes you feel good yeah. Well, and again, going back to emotional intelligence for children, I mean, think about how we could change the world if we could start focusing our children at a young age on encouraging one another. Instead of ripping each other apart on social media, I saw a horrible post this morning um, from somebody who shared a horrible, disgusting message that somebody that another eighth grade girl sent her daughter on Snapchat that was just ripping the girl apart. And this mom's point was, this is why our kids have eating disorders. Like, why would somebody say this to somebody else? And it's so easy to hide behind social media and do that, right? It's so easy to have trolls, as they call it. And so if we could start teaching our kids at a young age how to encourage, how to uplift, how to do that, and, and then it started multiplying. You guys all know I always say pay it forward. It's my favorite yeah. movie. Yes. It's like you do it for one person, then they do it for one person, and so on. So, and so I, I think, love that. And, and sorry, babe. I was just going to say that they know what how it feels to rip someone else down right and they think that that will make them feel better but if we can teach them give them the experience and the feeling and the emotion of what it feels like to help somebody or build someone up and they feel that they'll feel that that actually feels better to them and is the true answer that they're looking for Love that. So true. And then at the end of every single week, you'll see a weekly review. And we really did this, you know, for us because it's something that Ryan and I both do. We like to stop and review our week. We like to be goal oriented. We like to be focused and see what, what did I do great? What can I do better? And so some of the questions that you'll see on that weekly review is look back and circle answer prayers and desires that happened this week. I mean, that again is another moment of gratitude. And sometimes they didn't happen, right? So the next one is, are there any unanswered prayers or desires that did not come true but worked out for my best interest? 
talk about your favorite song, babe. Yeah, Unanswered I mean, Prayers seriously. by Garth Brooks, guys. How many of you guys know that song? You'll have to <laughs> tag me on Instagram, at Blair Critch too, and uh, tell me if you love that song, too. It's actually one of my ringtones because I just love it. It's so true. What you think is so important, you're praying so hard for, you want so bad, it doesn't happen, but it ends up being for your greater good. And just you know, to share this just on a personal note, so when in a commission-based business, when there's always lean times and there's great times, right? And it's how do you handle yourself in the lean time? So what I've learned is by going back and circling and recognizing and celebrating the things that did come true, it builds confidence. It's kind of like you're building a foundation or you're building a bank account of, you know, confidence that, hey, if I do the right things, then it will all work out. Mm -hmm. And now I have a written record and a written history of things working out. So that, wait, it's not doomsday because the phone didn't ring for two days because our minds are so quick to go back that we forget that, hey, actually, we have a proven track record of success and we should have faith and trust in that. So that's the conscious brain versus um, subconscious brain, right? So our, our conscious brain is only 3 to 5% of what we think. Our subconscious brain really takes over. And so if you can show proof of something to your subconscious brain, then it believes it because our nervous system is made to keep us safe. Right. So, you know, going into the unknown, our body doesn't like. So it's going to go back to fear and discomfort and all those things. Uh, yeah, our default is anxious, worry, right? and fear. So be yeah. so true. Yeah. All right, weekly review. Another question that we ask in there is, who did I encourage this week? List names. Who received this week's sharing is caring tear out. So you'll see after the weekly review, there's a page where we put a really cute quote and a little graphic. It's a tear out page. You can tear it out and you can just write somebody a simple little note. Maybe you put it on somebody's car. Maybe you send it into a teacher with a little gift. Maybe you hand it to a neighbor with some flowers or some leftover meal. Uh, it's just a great way to, again, especially if you're a family, you're showing your kids and you're teaching them by your actions. What's that saying you always say? At things are oh, caught. Oh, so this is from um, Ed Milet that things are caught, not taught, meaning your kids are watching, your peers, your friends, your coworkers, everybody's watching what you do. Yes, they hear what you say, but they're watching what you do and they're catching your behavior by watching it. If the two do not match up, then that's where they just unbelief. They yeah. just don't believe it. So good. And then how did they respond? This week I crushed. I love this part because you can really celebrate yourself. And next week I will improve on. And so that is what you'll see for every single week. And the cool thing is as you get towards the end, there's a stop sign. It'll say stop. Make sure you order another journal so that you don't run out. Um, and so that's a really, you know, fun thing that you can do. And we have two different copies. So we have See You at the Table. This is the one that's really focused on family and growing as a family. It's a little more like fun looking on the cover. Then we have Success at Sunrise. That's for individuals who want to just, you know, do it themselves that are maybe a little more business minded. Anything yeah, uh, just that. I mean, it's the same structure and the same setup. So if you have a family but and you just want to do it yourself, Success at Sunrise works like it, they're very interchangeable. 
hundred percent. And yeah. you might just pick one over the other because you like the cover better. We made the covers different. Mm-hmm. So I picked the cover for See You at the Table and Ryan picked the cover for Success at Sunrise. So you have to tell us and which one you like both. better. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but we're so excited to share this with you guys. And really and truly and honestly, it is a love project from our heart. If you are listening to this today and you're like, wow, I have a community that I need to share this with. I want to share this with my team or I want to share this with my business partners, or I want to share this in a community group that I'm a part of, or a networking event that I'm part of, things like that. Ryan and I would love to come. We have statistics on morning routines. We have a whole speech we could do on it. Um, Or we can share special pricing so you can get a box of these and share them with people. Whatever you need, please reach out to us because we really hope that this will get out there and start to change families, start to change individuals, and that people will just really benefit from it like we have been benefited from it. Absolutely. So the way to reach out to us is all in the show notes, but you can find us on Instagram at marriage movement. You can find me personally at Blair Critch numeral two. You can find Ryan at Ryan underscore Critch. And then you can also find us on Facebook. We have a free community for married couples. It's called Marriage Movement. It's really fun. We do all kinds of challenges in there monthly. In November, it will be a thanks a thankfulness challenge. In December, it will be a 12 days of Kissmas. You don't nice. want to miss that. Yep. So you can always find us there as well. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you guys for sure. And you can always email us as well, Ryan and Blair Critch at gmail.com. So thanks so much for joining us today. We can't wait to hear your feedback. And Ryan, thank Thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Love to be here. Yeah. Anything else you want to say before we get off? See you at the table. See you at the table. (laughs) Bye, guys.